Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sustainable Finance Podcast, brought to you by Ceres. I'm Paul Ellis, your host for these programs about developments in this fast-growing industry. Schroeder's is a member of the Net Zero Asset Managers Initiative and is expanding its U.S.-based sustainability team. I spoke recently with Marina Sabronovsky, head of Sustainability North America at Schroeder's, about that expansion, and she introduced me to Whitney Sweeney, who has recently joined Schroeder's Global Sustainable Investment Team in the role of Investment Director, Sustainability. Sweeney is my guest for today's episode, and we're going to talk about her focus on building partnerships across several distribution channels and managing sustainable investment education and training for advisors and other investment professionals. But before we start, I want to say a few words about our sponsor. I'm thrilled to talk about the important work Ceres is doing. Ceres is a nonprofit organization working with the most influential capital market leaders to solve the world's greatest sustainability challenges. Through their powerful networks and global collaborations of investors, companies, and nonprofits, Ceres drives action and inspires equitable, market-based, and policy solutions throughout the economy. To learn more, go to series.org slash podcast. That's C-E-R-E-S dot org slash podcast. At Ceres, sustainability is the bottom line. Hello, Whitney, and welcome to the Sustainable Finance Podcast. Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, I'm glad you could join us today. You're being a, a new part of your career with Schroeder's. And let's begin by uh, having you tell us why Schroeder's decided to expand its U.S.-based sustainability team now. No, that's great. Expanding the team in the U.S. is about making sure that we're looking at sustainability through the lens of U.S. investors. There's been a material shift in the direction and policy and regulation in the U.S. So proposed regulations from the SEC around climate disclosure, ESG labeling, the names rule. We expect to see language around human capital to come, the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act, California's potential ruling on fossil fuel powered vehicles. These are all, we have the, the DOL ruling that's coming hopefully, or we expect at the end of the year. So there's really been a pendulum swing on, in the last year or so. And the US is really moving more in the direction from a regular, regulatory standpoint to Europe. At the same time, we're also seeing ESG in the news a lot more frequently. And much of it is really more of a negative bias. There's concerns around greenwashing. We have midterm elections coming up and ESG is increasingly becoming politicized with a seeming bifurcation of the country as to whether or not ESG is good or bad. Now, I want to use um, take a step back and clarify because I've used the term ESG a few times, and I think that term itself is part of the confusion for investors, covers a lot of ground. It's more descriptive and clear to talk about ESG factors, the environmental, the social, the governance factors that are material and how these relate to sustainable investing. So expanding the team in the U.S. is about making sure that we're looking at sustainability through the lens of U.S. investors, that we're meeting their needs and their objectives, because U.S. investors want to understand more about sustainability investing, what it is, and why it matters for them personally. Yes, and as you said, uh, Whitney, this is not only on the 
on the table with the SEC. It's also become an issue in various states related to pension funds and that sort of thing. So uh, congratulations for joining the team in this new role. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you about uh, all of the developments uh, that are, are going on within Schroeder's around these issues uh, as time goes by. And it seems like we might be talking every week to do that. <laughs> Now, Whitney, you've been with Schroeder's for 16 years. How are you leveraging your experience from previous roles within the firm into this new position? That's a great question, Paul. I've spent the majority of my time at Schroeder's on the investment side in fixed income starting on the municipal desk. I also had the opportunity to work as a broad market strategist working with financial advisors and focusing on the retail investors. So I bring two views. First, and what I see is critical to my role, is through the lens of an investor. Sustainable investment is investment-driven. It's about considering the financially material ESG factors as a part of the investment analysis. It's not about exclusion. It doesn't mean that the ESG factors are the most important or the drivers behind the decisions. But it does mean that our investors are making more informed decisions because they recognize that these factors can have a material impact on a company's performance, both in the short and the long term, as well as affect the inherent risk of investing in a company or an issuer. Take my experience on a muni desk. Municipals are inherently green, but there's a multitude of factors to consider when thinking about the long-term outlook for an issuer. Fixed income is about income, capital preservation, a ballast in a portfolio. Not considering a state's exposure to and the management of ESG factors, say its exposure to climate change, given its location on a coast and the history of losses in hurricanes and other severe weather events, or an aging population and the impact on labor force participation, in addition to traditional other financial analysis, if we don't look at those other factors, we may not have a complete understanding of its fair value or how much we should pay for that. Recognizing these factors makes us better able to deliver sustainable returns for investors. And second, my time talking with advisors and retail investors gives me perspective into the challenges and questions that they face. I recently had a large firm ask me for a basic ESG 101. What is the E, the S, and the G? We take it for granted that everyone knows what that means. We as an industry need to take a step back and better articulate what sustainable investing means, what ESG factors are, and why they're important to an end investor. That's great. Thank you for that summary. I think that you really hit a couple of hot button issues that are in the news on a regular basis. And um, and we know that Schroeder's really focuses on all the big picture as well, uh, because you're a global firm. So now that you're focusing on ESG integration and education efforts across several product distribution channels, what is the current focus of these education and training efforts? Now, I feel that I'm a bit on repeat here. But there's a very real need for education around what ESG means, mm -hmm. explaining the spectrum from integrated to impact investing. Those terms, and, and there's quite a bit of a spectrum there, right? There's, you can have integrated, simply meaning that we're looking at things um, and understanding what the impact of those are from an investment standpoint to saying that I actually want to do something good for the world in addition to having a financial return. But these terms are often used interchangeably, and this creates confusion and skepticism from investors. I just heard from a large institutional investor last week. I keep hearing the buzzwords, but no one is telling me the why. 
why I should care. How does this help me have better returns? So education about what sustainable investing is will help to answer these questions. And when people understand the why, integrating ESG factors makes more sense from an investment return standpoint. We conduct a survey of over 23,000 investors, about 1,500 or so were in the U.S. to gauge their sentiment on key investment themes. We want to understand what they think about sustainability, what they think about climate change and ESG investing, and what they're telling us is that there's a lot of information out there, but the type of information is overwhelming to the majority of investors. One interesting statistic, while about 70% of respondents noted they have access to education about sustainable investment in general, over a half of them also noted that there's a lack of transparency and reported data from providers about the impact of sustainable investments. So what this is telling us is there's a need to provide a comprehensible, excessive resource that explains what ESG investing is. If investors don't understand at a broad basis what it means, how can they understand what the implications are for their own portfolios? So there's a significant need for basic education. That's the jumping off point here in the U.S. And then from there, we're having conversations with some investors who are further along on this path about their path to net zero, what's natural capital, what's biodiversity. But I would say the starting point is really making sure that we articulate the message better. You know, Whitney, I think that's a, that that when I think of my career as a financial advisor and my role as a consultant and coach to other advisors today, it's the same issue within the advisor community still. And that's sort of a double whammy when you think about it because those are the folks who are advising the investors uh, that are putting money into your portfolio. So I couldn't agree more around education and uh, you know, hopefully uh, someone from Schroeder's can join, uh, join uh, Jeff Gitterman and I for our next um, uh, our next sessions uh, later this year uh, on the RIA channel. Now, you speak with U.S.-based financial advisors and Schroeder's investment clients every day. What are their biggest concerns today about sustainable investing? And you've touched on a couple of them already. So are there anything, any, anything else that they're concerned about? I would say, and this is consistent with what the Global Investor Survey is telling us. The biggest concerns that I'm hearing are, what is ESG? How do I measure it? How do I make sense of the data that's out there? I also hear you're doing too much or you're not doing enough. And those last two questions take me back to the fundamental question of what is sustainable investing? Because if we recognize that sustainable investing is about integrating financially material factors or ESG factors into your investment decision, it's not necessarily a you're not doing enough or you're doing too much question anymore. Societal and environmental pressures are changing economies and industries. It's not going to happen overnight, but it's creating opportunities and risk for investors whose portfolios will need to reflect that the world is changing. And what's really interesting is that despite the divide that we're seeing emerge um, between US states around, US, uh, around ESG, uh, the survey this year found that 58% of U.S. investors, and if you only look at U.S. millennials, so between 22 and 41, where it's 65%, investors believe that investing sustainably is the only way to ensure profitability in the long run. Um, that's a pretty interesting statistic when we think about the questions that really have arisen around sustainable investing. You know, we've talked uh, quite a bit about the... Um about the study already for 2022 and 
that study is going to be out soon, as I understand, and this podcast episode will drop after it uh, goes public. So is there anything else that you wanted to bring up about the study, how it's put together, um, what Schroeder's is really taking away from it as a firm to apply to your internal investment and, and, and analytics processes? Anything else? No, that that's great. And this study, we do it every year, has great insights for us as an asset manager in terms of understanding what investors care about. Now, this is a global study, but we're able to break out our region here in the U.S. And this takes me back to your first question about why we built out the U.S. team. U.S. investors think differently. We care about different issues. And not surprising in the U.S., a one-size-fits-all approach isn't interesting to us. So while general interest in sustainable investing is high, U.S. respondents they want to see options for personalization with their investment portfolios. And they chose this at a higher rate than their global peers. We saw that 61% of U.S. respondents indicated the ability to choose investments that are aligned to their personal sustainability preference is something that would encourage them to increase their sustainable investing. And you might ask, what do they care about? What are those issues? Nearly seven in 10 American respondents, I think it was 69%, identified human capital management. So these are health and safety, well-being, compensation and benefits as one of the top three most important areas on which investors should be engaging with companies. Now, this shouldn't necessarily be surprising. And I think we learned this during COVID. Investors care about how employers treat their people. Now, I've noted a couple of points as we talked, but I do think there's one that's repeating. And this is the one around that investors believe that sustainable investing will give them better outcomes in the long term. We're investing for the long term. We owe it to our investors to better articulate that message and demonstrate the benefits of investing sustainably to our clients to better explain what we mean when we talk about sustainability investing, to think of ESG as an adjective. Let's talk about ESG factors and an investment-driven process and strive to illustrate how the behavior of different companies on issues like taxation, healthcare, uh, innovation, how that has social costs and benefits. So we know that the world's changing. We can't predict what it will look like in five, 10, 20 years, but we do need to bring that forward-looking view so that we can invest in companies that have durable business models. Yes, you know, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, uh, that part of the study's process, Whitney, because uh, everybody is really focused on climate uh, because that's where the, the the heat, so to speak, is, uh, and 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 the issues are around physical risks. Uh, but it's so important to stay focused on the social issues as well, especially here in in the U.S. with uh, with diversity and other issues, and and uh, women on boards, and and you know fair pay for the same work, all of those things, all of those issues are so important to stay focused on as we continue along this sustainability path. So thanks for bringing that up. Now, Whitney, where online can our listeners go to find out more about sustainable investing at Schroeder's and how can they reach you with questions about the topics that we've discussed in today's episode? Well, the first is our website, so schroders.com. So that's S-C-H-R-O-D-E-R-S.com. And then to reach me, I'd be happy to dig deeper into any of these topics. And the best way to reach me would be through my LinkedIn, Whitney Sweeney. Great. Thank you very much, Paul. I appreciate the time today. Sure. Well, thanks again, Whitney Sweeney, Investment Director of Sustainability at Schroders. And to our sponsor, the Series Accelerator for Sustainable Capital Markets. 
The Series Accelerator is a center of excellence within Series that aims to transform the practices and policies that govern capital markets to reduce the worst financial impacts of the climate crisis. For more information, go to series.org slash accelerator. That's C-E-R-E-S dot org slash accelerator. And to our listeners, join us again next week for another episode. I'm Paul Ellis, and this is the Sustainable Finance Podcast. Thank you.